0: Welcome to the Stepping to the Edge podcast. I'm Stephanie Johnston, your host and founder of the Journey to Health and Happiness. I'm a former corporate ladder climber turned health coach on a mission to lead women ready to step to the edge of their lives to welcome in more fulfillment, more health, and most importantly, more joy in their midlife. Each week, I'll be bringing you juicy conversations with incredible women who are stepping to the edge of their lives, rebelling against the narrative, and bravely going after what they desire in their work and their lives. I'll also be dropping in here solo to share thoughts and practical tips to encourage you to activate more health, happiness, and joy in your life. If you're ready to step to the edge, if you're desiring more out of this season of life, I invite you to stick around. I'm so glad you're here. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Stepping to the Edge podcast. I'm Steph Johnston, your host, and the heartbeat behind Stepping to the Edge. I am so excited that you are here with me today. I have a new friend, a guest joining me that I am so excited for all of you to have the opportunity to meet and connect and get to know. The work that she is doing is incredible, and I just know that all of you are going to be so inspired when you have the opportunity to learn from her and get to know her her. So today I am joined by Tara Filto. And let me share with you a little bit about Tara. And actually, maybe before I do, maybe before I share the bio, I will share Tara and I met at a women's networking event a few months ago where I heard Tara speak on a panel. And I have to tell you, I was so enamored with the work that you do, Tara, that it just like, Oh, my heart was so full. And I remember as soon as you walked away from that panel, I leapt up out of my seat and came over with like my business card and was like, we need to meet. We need to chat. I want to have you on my podcast. So I'm so excited that you're here with me today. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be
1: here. And I'm I'm so happy to be here on uh, International Women's Day of all days, which is really
0: exciting. Doesn't that timing just feel so perfect with what we're about to talk about?
1: It does. It was meant to be.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. All right. So let me share with everybody a little bit about you. So Tara is a social worker and the founder and executive director of Mother Daughter Empower, a Canadian charity on a mission to empower the next generation of young girls. Before launching Mother Daughter Empower, Tara managed events, community outreach, and fundraising campaigns for some of Canada's largest charitable and not-for-profit organizations. She takes pride in being a wife and a mom of three, as well as a parent and education advocate who is dedicated to leading a life filled with both passion and purpose. Oh, that bio just gives me chills. I love it. Oh, thank you. Thank you.
1: Yeah, I'm so excited to, to be here today and to share more Um, about Mother Daughter Empower and all of the the things that we're doing. So thank you again for, for having me and for
0: that wonderful intro as well. Absolutely. So Tara, for those who don't know you, I'd love to create some space for you to share just a little bit about yourself, maybe a little beyond the bio so everybody can get to know you.
1: For sure. For sure. So as you mentioned, I'm the founder and executive director of Mother Daughter Empower. I'm also a mom of three. So I have two daughters and a son. 12, 8, and 5, so very, very busy. I always say that I pretty much live in my mom van um, after 4 (laughs) (laughs) p.m., going from one activity to the next, and um, yeah, and mother, daughter, empower, I would say is both obviously my job, but also my my passion, Um, so I do a lot of work in my spare time as well, because I just love what I do, and there's never enough time in a day, so um, when I'm not with the kids or with family and friends, um, I dive deep into, into the work that
0: we're doing. That's awesome. So maybe you can share with us a little bit about the mission and the work that you do through mother, daughter, empower.
1: Absolutely. So I always love to share this statistic because I find that it really hits home. And the stat is that at age seven, a boys and girls confidence uh, is the same. But by age 14, a girl's confidence will have decreased by 30% in comparison to boys at the same age. And um, basically, Mother Daughter Empower was uh, brought to life because we stumbled across that stat and we thought we needed to make a difference. Um, so we're truly on a mission to change that stat and to empower both women and girls to be who they are and have the confidence to become anything they want to be.
0: That is amazing. And just to go back to that stat for a second, that is staggering. I mean, I don't even know that I have the words to describe. I mean, as you said it, I literally felt chills. And as as a woman, I think I can relate to that to that in my own experience you know if I think back through my childhood and I think back about you know moments in my childhood and and confidence I can see that being a reality and as a boy mom it's striking to me to think that their young female counterparts are dealing with confidence that is drastically dropping at the same age
1: yeah, 30% is a significant amount. It's a huge difference. And so we have a lot of work ahead of us to to really change that. And especially, I mean, when we were growing up um, in terms of when you think of body image, like we had magazines and stick figure models that we were looking at all the time. But now in terms of social media, um, you know, the whole body image and, and um, what girls are seeing is in their face almost 24-7. Um, And there is a shift when you look at from age seven to 14, um, typically around that nine, 10, 11 mark, there's a complete shift into like the tween years. And so it's yeah. really important to get in there and to start doing the work early because a lot of times um we have parents reach out and their girls are already teenagers and then they're running into issues um and they don't know what to do. And of course, we're growing up, you know, our kids are growing up in a world that looks far different than the one that we grew up in so it's important to really give parents and moms the tips, tools, and resources that they need as well to raise um, empowered girls.
0: Yeah, and I wanna come back to that because I do wanna talk about the tips and the resources and some of the tactics or, or support that you would offer to moms and parents right now. But first, I wanna dig in and unpack social media if we can. I feel like that piece has got to be playing a big role. I mean, I, as an adult woman, I can attest to the impact that filters and what we see as curated on social media, how that can impact my own confidence. So where do you see that playing a role with our young girls and what do you see that impact being?
1: It has a huge impact. I mean, we're grown women and it impacts us. So imagine how it can impact a child. And so I think um, the first thing that I always suggest is just being aware of that um, being aware that it impacts all of us, like we're constantly seeing things that are curated that are not real. And again, creating that awareness and having that conversation with our children, um, because at a very young age, seven or eight years old, they might not realize that this is not real. So it, it is actually important and we do host workshops and we actually compare Um, real life pictures, even in terms of celebrities of what they look like at the grocery store versus what they look like on Instagram and how they're Photoshopped to look like that. And that's not real life because we have everyday people that are trying to, or aspire to look like something that is not even real. And that's so important, um, you know, to have those conversations so that kids are understanding that this is not reality, um, that people are not (laughs) born perfect and that we shouldn't strive to be either. Um, And so it's really important to have those conversations early
0: on. Yeah. And I love what you're saying there around perfection and that idea of striving for perfection. I think that in my own experience and in conversations I've had here on the podcast, it's so interesting how perfection comes up for women over and over again. And you know, I have I've stated many times I am a recovering perfectionist. I now have a greater awareness of when I'm, you know, it's a slippery slope and when you start to get into that and how perfectionism can drive us into I mean, burnout and all of these other things. And I think about the next generation and We have a responsibility, I believe, to support them, to teach them to do it differently.
1: Exactly. And we, it's funny because we also talk about failure. Uh, We had a podcast out called Failure is Your Friend. Because again, this whole strive for perfection that we can't do anything wrong. We weren't put on planet Earth to be good at everything. And I think that um, when we look at our systems and our school systems, they're all truly created to make you feel like if you're not, you know, getting A's across the board, then you're not doing good in a certain subject. But reiterating that we're not made to be good at anything. It's really important to um, understand that we do well and we excel in some areas where we're mostly passionate about. And then in some areas, you know, if we're not doing so great, that's okay. We also know where to you know, put more effort in as well. But it's I think that as we grow up into these different systems, we're made to believe that we need to be perfect and so great at everything. Um, and so there's a lot of work in terms of like the systematic um, uh pressures, but also at home, and I think it starts at home. So if you're a parent and you're, and, um, you know, you're, you're looking at your child and you're looking at what they're good and what they're not so good at. I, it's really important to tune in. There's a lot of studies that have been done when you look at kids at again, at around the seven and eight years old and what they're passionate about um, when they're 30 and 40, they're most likely still going to be passionate about those same things. So to tune in really early on um, with your children and to really laser focus and encourage them um, to excel and that it's okay to not excel at everything not everyone's supposed to be good at math and there's jobs for everyone in different areas <laughs> and different sectors so um, I think just yeah just tuning in and, and um, making um, you know having those conversations around failure and how failure is okay and the more that we have conversations and the more that we encourage our kids to fail to try and fail I think the less um, perfectionism or, or ideals around perfectionism, perfectionism will have as they grow older. Yeah.
0: And I love this conversation and I love, I don't know. I think I just want to acknowledge the progress that I feel as though we've made because to be in a conversation about failure and embracing failure, even celebrating failure feels like we've come a long way. And I, you know, I yes. don't disagree. We've got a lot of work to do. We've got a long way to go, but it's really exciting to me that we can be in conversations about celebrating failure. I, you know, and I know that our conversation today really rooted and grounded with young girls. And as I think about The women in my networks, you know, women like ourselves who are building businesses, maybe they're coaches or, you know, they're building a business in a service industry, whatever that may look like. There can be this fear of failure, right? I have this idea. I want to build this business. I want to do this thing and I'm going to hold back because what if I fail? And so, as you're working with young women, how are you? how are you guiding them or teaching them or what are maybe what are some of the tactics that you're sharing to shift that paradigm so that they can be celebrating success or s- celebrating failure as a success? Yeah, that's
1: a wonderful question. And it's funny because a lot of parents will come and say, you know, I want my daughter to try this and I want and my son to do this, but they're they're too scared to do it. And the first question we ask is like, well, are you doing anything that's out of your comfort zone? Are you paving the way? Are you showing them that you're doing something that might scare you or that you're unsure of? Because as we're our kids' biggest role models, um, you know, we're their biggest mentors. And so without realizing, you know, we want our kids to do all of these things, but are we actually doing them? Are we willing to, to do them? So I think that's always the biggest question um, is, you know, get out of your own comfort zone. And bring your kids along um, the journey with you. Um, It's funny because Mother, Daughter, and Power um, kind of – not realizing it would have never been here unless I had failed. And I share this story because I actually ran for municipal council back in 2018. And at the time, my eldest daughter, she was um, seven years old and uh, she's 12 now. And she was, she was so eager to come door knocking and was having conversations with people, I I wanted that. to come to all of the public speaking engagements. And I never realized, you know, by throwing my hat into that race that she was going to learn and grow So much through that process. Um, And long story short, I lost against the incumbent. But when that election dust settled, I sat there and I thought, wow, this was such an incredible experience, like what I was able to teach my kids through this process. And I had never imagined um, that that would happen. Right. So um, after that, we started to look for more opportunities um, so that we could get together. And that's kind of where Mother Daughter came came about because I started looking online and couldn't find anything that both of us could attend together. There were some great woman empowerment conferences, some great um, girl empowerment drop-offs, but nothing that we could do together. Um, and so lo and behold, uh, I ran kind of the idea by my daughter and she came up with the name Mother Daughter Empower. And um, when we first started, we didn't you know, quite know what this would become, but we knew that we wanted to create an organization that brought both generations together. And I mean, mother, daughter, and power would not have come to be if I had not failed at something else that would have gave me this idea. So, you know, the more that we fail, the more that that creates our path and where we're meant to go. And that I think I always like to share that because it just really proves that when one door uh, shuts, you know, another one opens.
0: Oh, I love that. And here on Stepping to the Edge, that is, that's the theme. That is the whole idea is how are we stepping to our edges? You know, there are so many of us that have these big dreams and these ideas I would suggest in Honor that every woman out there listening has something that she's like, oh, I just I want to go yes. after that, and maybe she's holding herself back. And I always encourage her on the podcast to just take that one step. And so I love that. And for those of you that are listening today, I hope you caught that juicy mic drop moment because <laughs> it is as much as we're talking about encouraging our our boys and our girls and our children, it's how are we leading by example and going after what we desire. I love that. Love that. So good. So Tara, tell us a little bit about the work that mother daughter empower is in. So understanding that, you know, there was a lack of this type of organization or this type of work that was being done. You step forward with your daughter, which I love that you co-create this and do this together. So what is some of the work that you do as a charity? Maybe give us a little bit of understanding of what people can expect from you.
1: Yes, so um, we're we're known since we launched, we hosted uh, an annual Mother, Daughter Empower conference and awards. So that's an annual event. The mothers and daughters come together. It's a full day event. We have uh, vendors that are really catered towards uh, women and girls. Um, We have amazing guest speakers and it's a really refreshing um, and engaging day that really kind of hypes moms and daughters up uh, to take on, you know, anything that life throws at them. So um, we have that. That's our annual conference. And the last part of the conference, the last hour is dedicated to our Empower Girl Awards. And that's where we bring our top nominees and One Girl Walks Away um, with our Empower Girl award for that year. And this is really celebrating girls that are making a difference within, you know, their schools, their homes and their communities. So we get to hear the stories of some wonderful, inspiring young ladies as well that are really um, making a difference. So we do have that event. Um, we also run mother daughter retreats. Um, that is uh, like a full weekend retreat or day retreats, depending on on um, what we're doing that year. And then we also do uh, workshops. So our workshops cover anything from Uh, personal development mental health wellness we bring in guest uh, guest experts Um, our workshops are for free Um, so it's it's we're really trying to um, equal that playing field when it comes to personal development um, and growth mindset I know that for myself I only learned about the, the definition of personal development I don't know, within the last decade. Mm -hmm. Um, So what what that can do in teaching that at such a young age to the next generation, and that's what we're really trying to do. Um, We just started a new um, one-on-one coaching and counseling program um, that is also free of charge to mothers and daughters. We're at a grassroots level. Mother Daughter Empower was created back in 2019. Um we started out just as a social enterprise and we just received our charity status a few months ago so we're really grass. Thank you. Thank you. We're really excited. We're at a grassroots level so we've really focused on our on fundraising uh on our fundraising campaigns to raise money because the more money we raise the more services that we can give for free. Um, and we've really been working with municipalities and their, uh, grant funding as well. So you'll see us pop up across Ontario and eventually across Canada in terms of doing our, our workshops, uh, in person. We also do online. Um, but we found that after COVID, a lot of people are just craving that, that in-person experience. So we're, we're back to in-person.
0: I love that. Yeah, I know for myself I am definitely craving in person. So that was going to be my yes. question is if you're doing in person or virtual, which is amazing and I love I love that you declared a goal there and I don't know if it was on purpose but that idea around expansion across Canada. I um, yes. I'm just so excited for you because I think the work that you do is amazing. It really is amazing. And so when Thank we you. think about empowering young girls and maybe going back a little bit to the idea of confidence and really supporting girls. I guess my first question for you is like, if a mom is listening to us right now and she has a daughter, how young do you encourage this conversation? Like what, what is sort of that conversation that you're encouraging and and at what point? I think
1: that, um, it should obviously age appropriate, but you can start as as young as like toddlers, right? You can start having those conversations with them as young as little bit, be- like little toddlers. Um, And again, it really depends on, I think it has to flow naturally at that age. Like they might be looking at a picture and, or there's great body image books as well that you, that you can read with your children. Um, So it really depends on their age, but we always, we talk about like the seven to 14, just because it's a very pivotal time Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a great time as well to start establishing habits, healthy habits, things like that. Um, So, and again, if, if moms are listening, we always start with, with the mom, like what are you projecting and what type of example are you setting? I think that's where it starts and just creating that, that awareness as well.
0: I love that. And it is that beautiful reminder for us as moms that, as you've said, you know, that idea of leading by example and whether that's through our own healthy habits, how we care for ourselves, whether that's how we nourish our bodies or move our bodies, how we, um, care for ourselves, what are, you know, how we project our own self worth. You know, I think that's so important and we're setting an example for the next generation through that. I love that. What are some of the, tips that you would offer a mom listening? If, you know, maybe she is in that, in that phase where her child, you know, maybe her daughter is in that seven to 14, maybe she's a little bit older. Um, What can she be doing to support herself and her daughter? What would you offer?
1: Um, I would definitely suggest um, something that, that we, that we always say is connection time. Um, life gets so busy. And so a lot of times we're with our kids, but we're not truly connecting with them. Um, and I think that's so important. And even if you scheduled, whether it's five minutes, 10 minutes, it doesn't have to be long, but just connect, like just scheduling that time in so that you truly connect. And again, just building that relationship with your child to talk about um, what's going on in their life. And I know that sometimes it's hard to pull it out um, but just having those conversations and making sure that you're connecting with them. Um, and again, just like that's why we we have these workshops and these programs. So, you know, book a workshop, come out to an event, you might have, you know, a 12, 13 year old at that, that is like, No, I don't, I don't really want to do this. This doesn't sound fun. Pull them in, pull them in. Even if they sit there and like this, you know, with their hand <laughs> on their, <laughs> on their chin the whole time, I promise you though, they're absorbing the information mm-hmm. and, and, you know, when you attend different events, even if you leave with one nugget, and I think that's why it's so important to bring that intergenerational education, learn and grow together. Um, because if you leave with one nugget and you continue that conversation at home, then we've done our job, right? So look for opportunities to do things together. Uh, whether that's with us or you know another organization or you know finding out what your kids are interested and in. even if it's out of your comfort zone or maybe you're not so interested, um, just go out there and try it. Right, take a take an interest in what they're interested in, and just tr- that foundation is truly with with the connection.
0: I love that, and I want to really underline something you said there, which is to learn and grow together. I think that's so powerful that we can seize the opportunity to build a relationship with our children that is grounded in connection to your point, but also a level of vulnerability that we don't know everything. We're not the best at everything and we're still learning and growing and that that's okay. That's, you know, we want to encourage that. And so the idea of learning and growing together really just, oh, it resonates with me. I love that. Yes. Yeah. So good. So Tara, where can people find you? I can imagine that there are moms who are listening here who are like, I need mother daughter empowerment. (laughs) I mean, I have been online and looked at your um, workshops and looked at your events. And I keep thinking like, who do I know that has a daughter that I could borrow to attend one of these amazing events? (laughs) So if somebody's interested in learning more, where can they find you? Um,
1: I always suggest to check out our website. That's the best place. So www.motherdaughterempower.org. And, uh, you, you'll probably get a pop-up if you want to sign up for our newsletter. That way you can stay up to date with everything that's going on. And then on social media at Mother Daughter Empower as well. Uh, feel free to follow us. Most of what we do is also shared on, on socials as well.
0: Amazing, amazing. And we will link all of that up in the show notes for everyone. Tara, thank you so much for being with us today. Again, we are at the time of this recording, it's International Women's Day. And I just want to take a moment and acknowledge you and celebrate you for what you are doing in the charity space, in the space of empowering young girls and the next generation. The work that you are doing is so important. And I hope that you realize that and the impact that it has. Thank you so much for your kind
1: words. That truly means a lot. And thank you for having me here today so that I could share more about mother, daughter, empower. Um, and, and thanks for all that you do as well with this pod- podcast and, and, uh, empowering woman as well. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I
0: received that. Okay, friends. Oh, I think I could talk to Tara for hours, but we are going to wrap it up here. And I am just going to say thank you. Thank you for being here. And my sweet, dear listeners, take one step today, just one step in the direction of your dreams. Know that when you step to your edge, your wings will appear I'm here, I am cheering you on and I'm sending so much love, friends. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the Stepping to the Edge podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app and it would truly mean the world to me if you would pause for just a second, give me a five-star rating and review, then be sure to share this episode with a woman you know would be inspired to step to the edge of her life after hearing this message. That's how we get this message out to more women around the world. And if you'd like to continue the conversation, hit me up on Instagram at Stepping to the Edge or check out my website at www.steppingtotheedge.com to discover all the ways we can work together. Thank you for being part of this mission. And until next time, I encourage you to go out there and bravely step to the edge of your life and do something for yourself today that will bring you more joy, more health and more fulfillment.